Welcome to the Soul Experiment Podcast. I'm Nicole, an intuitive guide here to further awaken the spiritually conscious. In this space, we discuss all things spirituality and dive even deeper into the spiritual and energetic world. Welcome to my space. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast and welcome back to a solo episode. It's been a long time since I've done one of these and that's because I really just wanted to bring in some beautiful energy to the people uh, I've been connecting with on Instagram and sharing their wisdom. But today I really wanted to just come back and have this cozy episode sharing all about my journey with systems and with esoteric tools, um, starting from tarot to astrology, human design and gene keys, and also a little bit about how I like use them practically and I apply them in my own life. So I'll be sharing like the timeline, how I discovered that, things that I don't think I would do again if I were to repeat all of this, and just sharing like how to actually apply and utilize these tools practically. So um, yeah, but first of all, I wanted to give you guys a business update. Um, If you guys are not aware, on my Instagram, I've been sharing more and more content about human design and astrology and gene keys. And that's because I am finally like allowing myself to step into the role of being this cosmic like (laughs) polyglot, I would say, because I love, I love diving into different systems like these because it gives me such, um, not a structured, but a, a nice positioning to understanding the world, understanding myself, understanding the people around me. I work really well under systems and understanding people through the lens of these systems. And it's been a journey because I don't just share it because I want to. I share it because I've actually learned it and embodied it myself. I only share things that have worked for me. So now that I'm sharing all of this, it's because it's something that is part of my life now. It's how I view myself, how I view my journey, and this is what I'm. Uh, this is what I'm feeling called more to share on my account. So that's sort of the shift that I'm experiencing. And today is just going to be reflecting on how I've even gotten here. And so yeah, let this be a cozy chat. And let's just start with the very beginning, which, um, you know, I've always been someone who is interested in spirituality. I blame that or I, I attribute that to my Sagittarius rising, but also my moon is in the ninth house. And if you're, you know, you're new to all of this, and you don't really know your astrology or human design or gene keys, or you know, some of them, but not all, um, a new offering that I have been sharing is my divine alignment sessions where essentially I walk you through your astrology and your human design and your gene keys because having actually studied all of these systems there is this beautiful thread that connects all of them together and it might be really overwhelming um, to understand like how these different systems fit into your own life and how to use them and that's why I created the divine alignment session because it just maps out your unique energy in a way that I wish I had when I was diving into all of this you know I dove into all of this because I wanted to get to know myself a bit better a bit deeper and understand my journey And thankfully, these systems have been the best pathway for me, for someone like me to really understand and navigate the world. So if you feel called to explore any of your charts, we go through all of them in your divine alignment session. And by the way, like I infuse my intuitive gifts in there as well. So it's not just like, oh, this is what the sources say. This is what the book says. No, 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 no. This is actually me looking at all of these systems individually and then looking at them collectively from like a bird's eye view 
um, and then infusing that even more with my intuitive gifts. So it's a really special session. And honestly, I kind of wanted it to be like the only session you needed for to really understand like your soul blueprint. And this is what I wanted. Um, And a lot of time goes into these sessions because you get a PDF as well, like explaining your blueprint and explaining your different um, placements. And it's like a 75 minute call, but it tends to go a bit over depending on the topic that comes up. Um, so yeah, if you feel called, you can book that in the link in my bio because these uh, these spots and these sessions take a lot of preparation and energy that I, I'm only dedicating about three sessions a month to these um, to these readings. So if you feel called, you can book. And without further ado, I'm just going to explain and share with you guys how I even got into all of these um, different systems. So let's rewind to Nicole that existed in March 2019. So as I said, I've always been interested in spirituality, interested in different types of religion. And 2019 was when I discovered tarot. I found a pick a card reading on YouTube. And by the way, before this, I had a lot, lot of stigma towards tarot because I, my Mercury is in Virgo, guys. So I'm a, I have a very analytical mind. I have a law degree. You know, all of that is in there. And I'm like, what are these tarot readings? Like, I don't want, I don't appreciate anyone telling me about what my future is going to look like because I am such a firm believer and still am that you are the creator of your destiny. And so, you know, I was like, okay, I was curious. I was open at that point. And I think also these systems find you when you're ready, when you're ready for the wisdom that lies in these uh, unique systems. So what I found with tarot is that, you know, after a watching a bunch of pick a card readings for like a few months, I was fascinated by how they were able to tap in to what I was going through just from the cards. I was like floored every single time. And I also so floored that I could pick the right pile for me. And you know, at that point, it wasn't just generalized. It didn't feel generalized because they mentioned my 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 um, my moon sign, my sun sign. And I was like, what what is this? What am I stepping into? But it was so exciting. I couldn't get enough of these videos. And so I decided actually, I'm like, you know what? I don't know how these people do this, but I want to be able to do this. I want to be able to channel and read these cards. And I took a tarot course and I bought my first ever deck. And by the way, I binged that course in like five hours and I started reading for myself and for other people. I started that day because, you know, after watching a lot of videos, I kind of knew and understood what, what each card meant and how these cards work. And actually, it was so beautiful. I started reading for my housemates then. I was living in the Netherlands and I had like five housemates and I was like, guys, my cards came. And so I started reading for them and it was so cool because even then I was looking at the guidebook and I was like, yeah, this is cool, but something else is coming through as well when I'm reading these cards, you know? And that's sort of the approach that I've always taken with tarot of like allowing my intuition to flow. And I think that's something that I really want to encourage anyone and everyone when they're looking into these systems to not take them so rigorously, but to allow them to be portals instead, portals that open you up to deeper awareness of yourself, of the world around you. And that's what tarot did to me. Tarot was, you know, the tool that I used to really understand what my subconscious was reflecting back to me. And that's how I worked with tarot. And it was so powerful because, you know, at that point I was diving deeper into my shadow work and understanding, you know, the positions and the reflections and the energy that was being emitted through my subconscious was powerful because you don't see these things. You only get reflected um, all these patterns when you actually choose to look at them and choose to work with them and transmute them. 
And so after a while, I started reading for people and I did have like this natural affinity of just being able to pick up, like sort of create a story from these cards. And it takes practice, by the way, you know, um, I have never been like super, I didn't explore these systems as a kid. Some of some of the tarot people I know, like they've been doing this since they were a kid. Nah, man, I started in 2019, but I really dedicated myself to the craft, not in like, a, oh my God, I need this, but like in a way that's like, oh my God, I love this. And I allow that to carry, carry, uh, carry me forward. And I think the fact that I used and dedicated so much of my um, of, of my readings to myself and understanding how and what it picked up to, with me and my awareness really understood how the cards were communicating to me. And the cards will communicate to you in different ways. So it's part of you as well to explore. And by the way, I don't know when this episode will come out, but I am actually doing a tarot workshop reading series with um, Rockaby Loft with my friend um, Tessa. And this is live in Perth. And maybe I'll start bringing this into like a course online if you want to understand how I read tarot and you know how I I encourage intuitive tarot essentially I give you keywords but then I really facilitate the relationship that you're growing between you and these cards so if you're interested um, there will be links on uh, on the link in my bio as well to just get these tickets on Eventbrite if you want to attend these live courses live workshops because they're so fun they're so powerful and you actually get to play with the cards and understand them even more so that was sort of my journey with tarot and you know it's been evolving since then there were moments of my life where i relied on tarot too much as a crutch and i think you know that's where i really started stepping away from tarot because i didn't want to let a system rule my life i didn't want to be dependent on a system or on a tool and i think you know when you meet yourself in that place with like tarot or your oracle cards that's when you can step at the take step a take back take a step back and ask what am i gaining from these systems and by the way if you hear footsteps that's just prince my cat um we have wooden floors so you hear his paws oh my god he's on here now all right i have placed him back on the floor <laughs> but yeah i was talking about you know having this over dependency on tarot systems to sort of determine the energies coming up for you that sometimes it takes you away from your own power so when you're noticing this you know you can under you can ask yourself am i giving too much of my power away and why is that what am i really fearing that will come out and what's the worst case scenario and why can't i live with that because sometimes that's your, your your ego holding on too much on the cards and what it's saying that you rely you over rely on it but that base energy is this energy still coming from fear and lack and that's what's going to continue to perpetuate because that's how energy works so you know that's that's something that you can look at if you find yourself depending on the cards too much and that was my journey and that's why i've since you know i've i've stopped doing readings not because i don't like them but because i feel like tarot is just a personal tool to for, for you to get to know yourself and if you feel called to do readings for other people that's beautiful and i go into that in different workshops with rockaby loft as well but for me just right now it doesn't feel like an offering that i want to really spend a lot of my energy into so then it's actually through tarot that I discovered astrology because all these people on YouTube, they were talking about like, yeah, maybe your moon sign is in this and this. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because up until then, all I knew about my astrology was that I was a Libra. That was it. And I had a very like on and off relationship with horoscopes because again, Mercury and Virgo, I was like, 
you can't just tell me that I'm the same as other Libras because I had other Libras in my life and let me tell you, I did not resonate with them. I'm like, no, we're, we're not the same. So you can't just like put us in these boxes. And so I finally pulled up my astrology chart and I was floored. I was like, wait, this is so complex. And that actually intrigued me because I'm like, whoa, I wonder what I can find out about this. And then I started looking at the individual aspects, you know, looking at my rising sign, my sun sign, my moon sign, Mercury, everything and oh my god I I had the time of my life but also that was when I you know the shadow sides of diving into this so deeply I think it's my you know my my one line <laughs> is uh, my, my first line in human design is that I find that sometimes I'm, I'm pulling up people's charts and I'm like oh, wait this website says that this is what it means for them or like oh, I remember there was this time in my life where I was looking at my Venus and Scorpio and they were saying like yeah Venus and Scorpio people can never be in relationships because they're too clingy or they're too like jealous or they're too possessive and I'm like but that's not me and that's when I realized and you know it took time for me to realize this and it takes a lot of empowerment to step away from what the website is saying and it's that I think for astrology you should you should get a, a, a reading from someone that you trust because relying on these websites is never going to get you anywhere it's you know it will give you some insight but when you're really early on in that journey it can actually instill a lot of fear because it can like it can make you go into these loops of like, but this website tells me this is who I am or this is who I am from this other website. And this is where discernment really comes in and tapping into your intuition. And that that's where I feel like, you know, you can go quote unquote wrong with your astrology and diving into your chart when you're relying on these websites to tell you who you are. Whereas now that I'm, you know, have done this for a while, astrology is really a tool to remind you, remind you of your unique power, your unique gifts and the evolution that your soul wants to take in this lifetime and the, the evolution it has been taking in previous lifetimes. So for astrology specifically, I think it's so important to know that each sign has its shadow aspects that will manifest. And like, for example, the Venus in Scorpio, yeah, in its shadow aspects, it can manifest in extreme jealousy and possessiveness because it doesn't know how to channel its intense energy. And yet in its most evolved state, someone with a Venus in Scorpio craves and is like, is unapologetic in demanding intimacy in their most um, uh, in their most intimate relationships. So, you know, they love and they, they are unapologetic about going like either all in or all out. And it's that level of commitment that is also so sexy, but, you know, having that awareness can also help you explore yourself and like, Ooh, how, how, what is my relationship with these shadow aspects? And what is my relationship with the evolved aspects? Because that alone is shadow work and that alone is so powerful. And that's how I've been working with my astrology in the past and how I continue to do that for me and for my clients. But right now I'm looking at it more as like a journey and I understand all the different placements and how they all work together. So that's the beautiful part of astrology, I suppose. And it's something that at this point, I have like 80 charts on my astro.com because ever since then, I've been doing readings for people like just randomly. I go to my friend's house and their housemates are there and they're like, oh my God, can you pull my chart as well? And I read their rising and their sun and their moon and all these things. And it's just so beautiful. And I've come a long way because, as I said, I was such a huge skeptic towards astrology in the past. And again, these systems come to you and find you when you're actually ready. 
So for me, my biggest turning point was discovering my moon sign, which is in Leo, and also my rising sign, because through my moon sign, I finally felt understood. Your moon sign really is the placement of your subconscious and of your emotional world, how you relate to your emotions, how um, you know how you want yourself to feel emotionally nourished. And, you know, understanding my moon and Leo really helped me understand myself even more and my needs, my emotional needs, and also made me realize my shadow tendencies. <laughs> and oh my god, a lot of my shadow work began through my moon and Leo placement. So that's the first point that you can look into. Especially for women, we relate to our moon sign even more because it is the like it's the feminine sign as opposed to the sun sign, which is very masculine. And something I want to say about the sun sign as well is that you end up growing into your sun sign, especially after your Saturn return. Um, at least that's how I'm relating to it. And just to connect everything together, your sons, I relate to my sun sign the most when I stepped into my gene keys, because it looks at the specific degree that your sign is in. Like you could be a Libra like me, but you could be like, um, a Libra in the, like a 17 degree Libra, whereas I'm a, I'm a four degree Libra, right? And it, it shows up in different gates and in different gene keys in your other profiles. And that's why looking at all these profiles together is so powerful because, the thing that you might be lacking from one system, you can find in another system. The answers that you're seeking, you can find in another system. And another like caveat I want to mention in astrology is never to let it disempower you. With any of these systems, the point is not for them to show you that you know these astrologers know you more than you know yourself. Um, it might kind of be true, but to never let it trip you up. You know, never let yourself feel disempowered and feel like, oh my god. Um, they're, they know more than me. Who am I? Allow this to empower you instead to remind you and to give you permission to show up in the way that your energy has chosen, that your soul, your soul basically chose to, to be birthed at this specific time, at this specific day, because the energies there were present and they were the energies that can facilitate you for your truest soul mission in this specific lifetime. So that's how I like to work with it. So anytime I feel like any of these systems feel disempowering, I would take a step back and think, okay, where am I feeling like I'm giving my power away? And this is also sort of a test from the universe because it's testing your self-worth. Are you giving your worth away to a system, to a specific astrologer that tells you who you are? Or are you reflecting it back to yourself and your own experiences and allowing your charts to guide you instead of using your charts as a pedestal or letting your charts dictate who you are. It should be like some it should be a tool. It, it should it should not rule your life. And that's why finding someone you trust for these readings can be so powerful because um, I've experienced an astrology reading with someone that I didn't really resonate with. And it turned out to just it instilled so many more fears in me of like in a lot more questioning. So finding someone that you trust can be so, so powerful. And if you ever need like recommendations of like astrologers or anything, just let me know. I mean I also infuse astrology into my readings but if you want to go specifically deep 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 into your astrology chart I have my favorites that I go to as well so my journey with astrology has been you know beautiful because I find that in different times of my life I'm drawn to a specific placement in my chart and astrology is something that you'll forever dive deep into if you feel called like it's like an endless abyss of knowledge and wisdom of of why your soul chose this specific time, this specific incarnation. 
And I love that because astrology is kind of like a map, right? Your soul map. Um, but what I really did not experience with astrology and what I did experience with human design is a deeper understanding of how my energy works. So human design came into my field actually um, late 2019, but and this is a story I hear a lot with people when they discover their human design is that they kind of know about it a few years ago, but then they don't really dive into it until later. So I started diving into my human design in November of 20, 2020. Yeah, that was when I moved away from the Netherlands and I was back home for a month before moving to Perth. And I was just looking at the people around me and I'm like, why am I so different? And then I pulled up my chart and I'm a projector and that alone like gave me a lot of the answers because projectors, you know, first of all, we're a non-sacral being. We only make up 20% of the population. And when I looked up my family's chart, all, all of it, my, my mom is a generator, my two twin sisters, they're both generators. My dad is a manifesting generator, you know, so I'm the, I'm the only non-sacral being in the house. And that's why I kind of am able to see things that people don't because that's also um sort of the gift of of, of a projector the they are the observer they're the ones who see see things that people do not see and you know it's one thing to know your chart and to know your design whether or not it's in astrology or gene keys or human design and it's another thing to actually embody and experiment with it and i only truly experimented with my human design maybe in february when i found that a lot of people are talking about human design and running their business and i'm like oh my god let me look into this right and I think that also really facilitated in me running my business from a place of such deep integrity because I really honored like the my strategy. Not to say that, you know, there were moments where I had, I was so pissed off. I'm like, why the hell did I choose to be a projector? Why do I have to wait for the invitation? But this also allowed me to understand why this is in place, why it's so important to respond and to, um, to react and no, not to react, but to make decisions from invitation because our aura as projectors is penetrating and you can look at other podcast episodes where I basically have brought on people of different designs and different types to share their insights on human design um, but this is just my own personal journey right so infusing my human design with my business has been such an eye-opening experience and it's allowed me to again come and come back again and again and honoring my energy when I show up my in my business and understanding as well that we all have different ways that our energy wants to work in our vessel and honoring that is so important because you can't just tell everybody to you know batch content you can't just tell everybody to um, show up on instagram every day nah if you don't have that sacral consistent energy it's going to be so exhausting you're just going to burn out and hate your business in the end or whatever it is that you're choosing to dive into in a career or in your lifetime and it can also be so powerful to understand the design of your partners and your most intimate relationships because it's, it's an honoring of the fact that everyone is different. And the more we embrace each other's individuality and uniqueness, the more we can actually live in harmony because then no one is telling you what to do. No one is telling you that you have to be A or B because everyone understands that we're all unique and we have the authority and sovereignty in our uniqueness. And I think that's the most beautiful part of all of these systems. And so my journey with human design so far, you know, I've been following and I think human design, people in human design are pretty like they are very intellectual people and they love to philosophize and intellectualize on all the, the human design is another big system to discover 
And at some point, I felt like I was in too deep, in too deep that I'm like, I'm losing, I'm losing myself and I'm losing. There's just so much to learn and I feel overwhelmed. And so I just stuck to the basics. I stuck to my profile, to my authority, um, to my to my type, to my strategy, to my th- my signature theme. And honestly, when you embody that and you really like come back to embodying that over and over again, that's for me, that's my that's my belief right now. Like that that's all you need to know, to be honest. Your your human design is your energetic manual. So it's it's something that you just need to understand once and for all and actually embody and then let it run. Let that run your system, let that run your life. And again, with human design, you know, depending on where you get you get your sources from, if you find that a part of you feels disempowered because of your design, um, look at it from another perspective. Find um, a reader or a channeler or someone who's sharing information from a place that actually empowers you to have this placement or to be a specific energy type because there will always be people. And that's also, those are also the people that you'll end up resonating with the most. Um, so that's why, again, it's also important to find a human design reader that you trust. I have had a couple of human design readings and it took me a long time to actually find my first reader because I wanted it to be with someone whose content I, I already resonate with because I'm not going to pay hundreds of dollars for someone to just tell me and regurgitate the human design book, you know, to the T and doesn't actually infuse their own experience or their own knowledge because that I don't think that's what it should be about, right? So that's my um, journey with human design. And, you know, when I dove deeper into it and, and I looked at my gates and everything, man, these gates are, are so foreign. Like the language that the gates are being shared within, it just does not compute. That's the only way I can put it. It does not compute. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm, I'm, this is this is where I stop with the, the actual like information seeking part of my human design. And I'm just going to continue coming back to the embodiment of my basics. And that's worked so well for me. And that's how I share your design in the divine alignment sessions as well, is that you don't need to know all the nitty gritty details of your human design. You just need to know the basics. And once you know how to run it, that's it. Like that's it. And so... Um, in the past few months, um, what I've discovered and what has been coming into my field is the gene keys. And this is like, I have to say, it's the most esoteric system out of all of this because I feel like the gene keys really find you when you're ready for spiritual depth of yourself, a true deep understanding of yourself beyond surface levels, beyond anything, but to truly honor how your soul wants to show up, the energy, the frequency, the gifts that you have. It's beyond anything else. And to be honest, Gene Keys is the first system that I'm like, I want to specialize in this because with astrology and human design and tarot, they were all really fun and it was easy for me to pick up, but they all lacked that depth that my my soul was looking for. Maybe it's my Mars and Scorpio, maybe it's my um, Mercury and Virgo, maybe it's my Sag rising, whatever it is. All these other systems did not provide the depth that I was seeking for until I found Gene Keys. And that's why I'm so, so passionate about Gene Keys because it's everything I've been looking for. But I also understand that, you know, understanding your human design and your astrology actually is so important before you come into your gene keys. And having that bedrock is so it's like it's like astrology and and human design creates like the soil and the fertilizers. And then the gene keys are the seeds, the seeds that you can bring awareness into and to to flourish your your garden. So Oh, Gene Keys is such a spiritual process. And by the way, Gene Keys is a sister system to human design. So the channeler Richard Rudd, he worked 
directly, and he studied directly, sorry, he studied directly under Ra, and he developed this system, and he got this download, he's like, hey, I really want to evolve the I Ching, which is, the hum- which is what the human design gates are based off of, and he wanted to evolve the system, and this is his life's work, and, you know, if you just... Richard Richard Rudd, he is like um, he. How I like to describe it, him is like a spiritual poetic scientist. I just I can't explain. Um, the text the texts are so nourishing for my soul, and that's why especially I love sharing this with other people because understanding my gene keys has opened up my level of awareness like nothing else, and it's really connected me back to my sun sign because your life's work is your conscious sign in your human design if you're familiar with that lingo, and it's also basically it's your it's your sun sign in astrology, and that's why I never really resonated with the normal Libra archetypes that were put out in in the internet because they were all really shallow of like overthinker and like you like law or like you are you like beauty and I'm like yeah but it really doesn't resonate or echo to my soul to my identity because that's what your sun sign is and I only really discovered that when I looked at my gene keys and it really spoke of my life's work of like what I came here to do and not like the specifics but like how I came here to do it what energy it's coming from and so that's the power of gene keys I believe and what I love as well is that you know each sphere. You know, if you look if you look up your gene keys, each sphere um, basically tells you uh, that there is a shadow side, a gift side, and a acidic frequency to all to all of your keys. And this is what I love because it doesn't undermine anything, and it clearly shows that there. You know, if you operate from from a frequency of fear, your shadow side will come out, and this is what it'll look like. And if you operate from a place of love, this is the gift that your key produces and gifts to the world. And that's what I love because it's never one side of the gene keys. It provides you with the balance of both. And like it takes you away from the shame that like, oh my God, I know that I have this tendency. And of course you do because that's also part of your gift. And the moment you accept your shadows and embrace them is when your gift can actually come out because you neutralize that shame. You neutralize that like negative association with that shadow and you allow it to erupt into the gift that it wants to be. Okay, guys, I'm going to stop there. But before that, I'm just going to give you guys the basics. So if you want to discover your astrology chart, you can find them now through apps. My favorite is still astro.com. It's all completely free. Just put in your details. And for your human design, you know, depending on how deeply you want to go, my first website that I recommend is actually myhumandesign.com. It's very aesthetic, very easy, very easy to the eye. And if you're more you know, fluent in human design, then go for geneticmatrix.com. And then if you want to go into your gene keys, you can go to genekeys.com, get a free profile. All of these have access points at at a, the most accessible level, which is free. And then, you know, if you want to dive deeper into it, you can either find resources online or my recommendation is actually to get a reading because then you know all the information once and for all. And I provide the divine alignment sessions where I combine all of these systems together and show you how they all work together. And something I always preface in the beginning is, you know, for me, astrology is like the soul map, the journey and the evolution that you can expect um, when you are really like in alignment or even when you're not in alignment, it shows you where you're in disalignment. So astrology is like the soul map that reveals where you've been in the past, in past lives, in your earlier years and where your soul is wishing to grow and evolve into in this specific um, journey in this lifetime. 
And then your human design for me is like, if you look at yourself as a car, your human design is like the engine. It's the engine, it's the battery, it's like the internal machinery um, that operates the car. And everyone is so different. Some people's battery packs are different, you know, depending on if you're a sacral or non-sacral being. Um, And that's why I look at it as an energetic manual, because once you understand how your car runs best and how you can actually run with the energy instead of against the energy and experiment with that, you find that your life just changes you you know especially if you haven't been running with your energy all this time and if you have then it's just a validation for the fact that you have been really tuning in to um to what your body wishes to to the energies that wishes to flow through you and for me the gene keys is really the key that ignites that vehicle that car that you want to operate right you have that map through astrology you know how your car is um wishes to run and now you have this key and you can choose to operate do you want to choose to operate from your shadow frequency or from your gift frequency and having the awareness of that is the only difference you know sometimes we don't know that there is a gift to our shadows and so understanding that there are gifts is the first step it's the first step for you to be able to consciously choose to operate and to run your vehicle and to run your experiment and your experience as a human being from a state of the gift frequency and the gift frequency is really about operating from love from alignment from the deep connection and devotion to life to your own spirit to the greater spirit so that's kind of how i explain all of this in my divine alignment session so if you feel called you can book in um, through the link on my bio on Instagram or just through my website. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. I know it was a bit more of a rambly one, but I just wanted to share how I've come here. And I've personally like experimented and embodied with these systems. And that's why I finally feel ready to share. Um, and Gene Keys was the final part that I was looking for because, you know, I have had um, I have had a lot of invitations to do like, oh my God, are you going to do astrology readings? And I've never felt yes until now because I can understand and infuse gene keys and human design into it to create the most holistic reading that I I was looking for. And if you gave me this at the beginning of my journey, I can't even imagine where I would be right now. Um, but thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you have any questions about any of these systems, hit me, hit me up because I love like this is how I view the world essentially. Like my favorite thing to do is just meet new people, ask them about their birth details and instantly pull up their charts. And it's just so fascinating to me. Um, so yeah and you can come onto my Instagram as well I'm posting more content about like um, practical uses of your uh, of your charts because that's how I like to use them it's not about um, like philosophizing about who you are it's about how can I use this information right now to like facilitate my journey and to use that in my life so yeah thank you guys so much for tuning in I love you guys so much and I'll catch you guys in the next one 